Going to the jeweler, bust the AP. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where you you are here with us as we bring you, as you already know, every single day, all the trending news, the latest topics and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you guys Monday through Friday, except wasn't yesterday. I wasn't here yesterday, but I see some, some people who are checking in and, uh, you know, how y'all hold it down, and I appreciate you guys so, so much. And uh, thank you for joining me again today. I hope that you guys are having yourselves a wonderful Thursday, a wonderful week, as a matter of fact. I see you joining in already on our YouTube page. Uh, We have a great show lined up. I I love getting topics like these. Right now, we're actually right in the midst of a trial, the Jonathan Majors trial, so we'll get to that today. Um, But if you want to call in, you have questions or you want to agree with someone or say hello, you could do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us over here in our YouTube chat. The community is holding it down. I see you guys already coming in. Hello to all of you. Um, Not too much in the update section. We're not going to have too many updates they're going to be repetitive. I'll say that. If, if I gave you some more updates, they'll be repetitive. So I'll, I'll give you the good stuff as we, um, as we move forward. But I do have a question. I do have a question of the day. And, and I'm going to set it up for you. There is a singer, beautiful, beautiful singer. Her name is Carrie Hilson. And Carrie, who's also an actress, by the way, she went ahead and posted, um, it, it's a, it's a, it's pretty good. It opens up for good conversation, but I'm going to have it as a question for you guys. The post that she made says, I don't think I believe that any relationship exists where two people are just naturally made perfect for each other. I feel like that's a damaging myth. We're talking about two people with completely different family structures, backgrounds, foundations, experiences, different traumas and triggers, beliefs, etc., I believe a healthy relationship takes work, compromise, sacrifice, self-awareness, understanding, patience, and even adjustments on both ends. What are your thoughts? So her 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 thoughts are basically, does this mean that, that she doesn't believe in soulmates? I don't know. Do you believe that there are two people who are just not naturally made perfect for each other, which... In other words, our soulmates. Do you believe in soulmates? I'm going to ask you that over in our poll. I always like to know who I'm talking to. And so uh, that's just a question that I want uh, I want you guys to, you know, go ahead and get with today. But Andy, let's go ahead and get into the Rob Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. All right. So as I mentioned to you before, Jonathan Majors, as you know, actor who is, he, he was definitely on the rise before this this incident happened with his ex-girlfriend, Grace Jabari. Um, I believe, I believe that Jonathan Majors will continue to do well in his his career after this. But um, the question really is, do we owe Jonathan Majors an apology? <laughs> and I'll tell you why. We're going to talk all about that. What conclusions have been made? Who has severed ties with him? And what has been revealed now that they're in the midst of this court trial there are all kinds of things being revealed um the jury is now in deliberation for it but you got to keep in mind there was video of this incident and there has been audio that has surfaced as well 
We're going to play the audio for you. And my question at the end of it all, once we break it down with our wonderful contributor who's on the line with this, I got to know, did we jump to conclusions? And I say we in in terms of the world. And does the world owe Jonathan Majors an apology? We're also going to be talking about Oprah. Oprah, she's talking about legacy, and she passed the baton. You know, everybody wanted the Oprah baton. Everybody wanted the, you know, the the talk show Oprah finesse. And she passed it on to Sherry Shepard. We will play that for you as well. Get your thoughts on that uh, when we come forward. All on the Raw Report uh, on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Denzel Whitaker, and I'm on the Raw Report. Okay, inside the Raw Report with a wonderful contributor who I always love to have on the line with us. It's Thursday. That means Cheyenne Corinne is on the phone with us. Hello to you, Cheyenne. Hey, Robin. Happy Thursday. <laughs> Happy Thursday to you as well. I hope that uh, you are doing well. I'm, I assume so. I am. I hope you are as well. Thank you so much. Definitely. Um, glad to have you on the phone with this. I know this is a story that you've been keeping up with as well. Just um, you, yes. again, you you know, you know things like this. This whole Jonathan Major story. I know that when it first broke, we did what people tend to do which is believe you know uh the victim whomever it is that called the police on you know um on this alleged assailant is who we tend to believe right and so like everybody else and let me just give a a little bit of background story just in case people don't remember this but it was uh somewhere around late march where uh Jonathan Major's ex-girlfriend, 30-year-old Grace Jabari, she wound up calling the police on him for an assault. Uh, It was a domestic dispute. They said that um, they arrested him at his New York City apartment saying that they had a spat. But in that spat, she was said to have um, claimed he hit her with an open fist. He basically um, allegedly broke her finger. There were marks on her body. And... um, When you only hear things like this, you hear what is being reported, you come up with the worst things in your mind. If if, if you're anything like me, Cheyenne, you're thinking like, oh, my gosh, Jonathan Majors, I can't believe you're at the height of your career and you would do something like this. Exactly. But recently, it was just the other day when the, the audio, some audio had come out of an argument that they had had, but also video of the night in question has has popped up. It has surfaced, and now everyone is looking mm-hmm. at this video footage, which I'm sure you've seen by now. And in your own words, can you give us a little bit about your thoughts on this video? What happened in the video and your thoughts? So from looking at the video, the first thing that I think is that they were in a domestic situation. And I think that's going from both sides. So pretty much if you haven't seen the video you see that they are getting out of a car. It seems like they may have been in like Uber, some type of ride share. They were towards the back. Um, it seems like he may have been motioning for her to get back in the car, maybe trying to calm her down. Um, we see him get out of the car and then she follows him. And then he literally just starts like running away. Like I saw a few clips on Twitter. It's not funny, but you know, on Friday when, um, who was it? Day Day was running away from the girl outside of the uh, <laughs> yeah. store. Like, he just literally started bolting away from this girl, and she started chasing him. And that's what we saw. Yeah. From what you saw in the video, um, how does that compare to maybe your original thoughts on what had been reported? 
Um, so from the beginning, I wasn't completely convinced how I am with other domestic situations. It wasn't as black and white to me. I think there was a lot that was still up in the air about this situation. Mm -hmm. And also, I think that there were a few things that made her not look as credible. For instance, you know, her maybe not being um, easily found and things like that. And I know that some videos right after um, resurfaced of her appearing to be fine, which you have to also mention with that, it doesn't always mean that something didn't happen. You know, you could have sure. a bad night and then decide to go out with your friends. But there were definitely a lot of question marks. Um, seeing the video, I don't think that, um, you know, for an instance like this, he will um, go to jail. I will be surprised if he is convicted. Mm -hmm. But to me, I think that it's very clear that they had an abusive relationship. Mm. possibly on both sides though oh wow okay so that okay and and all is fair um in your assessment i um i want to be clear that before we see what we see in the video we don't know what happened we don't know what happened in the car so mm -hmm. i will i will be clear about that we just don't know but from the looks okay of just the video and this i'm only talking about the video right now the uh, the visual uh, video we, we we do have audio which when we heard the reports of the audio people had their own conclusions and I think it's a little bit different now that the the audio has been released but for this video it is clear that once the 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 vehicle was stopped it was a, like an a, you know I don't know what type of truck SUV it was but once that was stopped on the street like you said Cheyenne um you see him trying to either put push her back in have her I think he was even trying to pick her up to sit her down like trying to do you know trying to separate himself and get away from her and put her back in the car but once he got out the car you can see him physically shake her off of him he's trying to snag and snatch himself away from her and then he, like you said he starts bolting down the street in what seemed like blocks and blocks there's different camera different camera positions along the street that are picking them up. And she, he is running because the guy's in shape, especially at that time. The man was in shape. She is running after him and ultimately can't find him. It's being reported that he went to stay at a hotel that night and she went back to the place where they stayed and he found her the next day in his closet. Um, now, from that video, it looks like he he's trying to get away from her in that she was the one who was more of um the 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 assailant I'll say because she's chasing after him Definitely. she's doing all of those things uh so the question that i have actually i'll i'll save my questions for after the audio when the audio um they they released the audio in court right and she rec she recorded their conversation while she was, I have so many questions about this. Why are you recording their conversations? Number one, to me, it already seems like a setup. It already seems like you're doing something so that you're going to present this at a at a at a later date. Um, number two, she's crying in the video, um, which already sort of portrays that I'm the victim here. I'm crying in this video and trying to kind of like catch him, trying to line him up or something. Well. In this video, um, it was it was released that he basically asked her to be somewhat like Coretta Scott King, Martin Luther King's wife. He also tried to compare her and ask for her to be like Michelle Obama. And um, when we heard that, and again, with all the, the comments that I read, 
everybody was like, oh, Jonathan Majors, you're trying to seemed like he was trying to control her or sit her in a space of, you know, being, uh, you know, docile or being, you know, submissive or something like that. But now that the audio has actually come out and we can hear it for ourselves, many people are like, I hear what Jonathan Majors is talking about. Well, we have a clip of it. We're not going to play the entire thing, but let's just play a little bit of the uh, of the clip. And then, Cheyenne, I want to get your take on it. This is period. Do you understand that? Yeah. Do you really go this? Do you really? Yes. Then how dare you come home drunk and disturb the peace of our house when we have a plan? I would, like to get to, I would like to get to the point where your friends know what job I'm on and go, I think Grace is going to be out of commission. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I won't. So, like, I'm, I'm, no, no. Do you understand that? Because cause that team, that unit, right, Grace has to be in a certain mindset to support Coretta Scott King. You know who that is? That's Martin Luther King's wife. Michelle Obama. Barack Obama's wife. I know, I'm not, I, I, I shouldn't have gone out. I'm no, no, sorry. Let me, just, let me just lay it out for you, right? <laughs> okay, he goes on in the rest of the video or the audio telling her, he says, I'm doing great things basically in my life. I'm paraphrasing here. I'm doing great things. I'm I'm doing things for the world. I'm doing things for the culture. I am a great man. These are things that he's telling her. And um but from that one clip, there are a few things that we can uh, surmise here. Give, but give me your take on it, Cheyenne. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Now that you hear the audio versus when the audio was being reported. I I definitely agree with you with, you know, the video. He was definitely trying to get away with the girl from the girl. What I was saying, it seems like from that interaction, it didn't seem like it was a first time fight between them two. Mm. It may seem like they have that type of relationship. But this audio, I think it was crazy. I don't think that he is, you know, guilty of, you know, what he was originally accused of. But I do think that he is a narcissist. And just because the way that he is speaking, he's almost speaking to her as she's a child. Um, and also the way that he's like, I'm a good man. I'm this. And it's like, well, then why don't you go find a good woman? I just think that this is like an example, especially I will say sometimes when people date outside of their race, they will go for another race, but also want them to be a black woman. Just go get yourself a Michelle Obama or a Coretta Scott King. There's plenty of us out here. Instead, you were trying to make this woman who is absolutely not. I don't see anything that she has in common with either of those women. And you're trying to talk down to her and say, well, why can't you be this? I don't think she ever showed that she was anything like either of them. He literally said, do you know who Coretta Scott King is? <laughs> so I just sometimes think like, you know, if you want that, go get that. Don't berate this girl over it. And like, I'm just confused of what he was ever doing with this woman. Mm. Um, but I don't know that that whole thing. It just makes me kind of like if someone talked to me that way, it would be a huge red flag. Mm, OK, I respect it. I respect your 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 thoughts on this. Um, if there's anybody, if you're listening to this audio and you've heard this for the first time and you now have different thoughts, um, Versus what maybe you have read about before that was being reported just in text. Now that you hear it, if you have different thoughts, feel free to call in and give us your thoughts on it as well. 1-800-920-1580. Um, 
Here's where I will disagree. I respect your 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 view on this. Um, I don't know that what I what I get from his uh, his sort of you know his his um, speech, you know, if you will, because it seems like she was trying to make it a conversation, but he definitely didn't let her. Um, he didn't he didn't let her get her her you know her foot in the door. He just basically said no 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 no. Let me let me establish something. So he went on sort of a rant. Um, I'm not sure that I got narcissistic from that. Um, what it's what I gathered. Let me tell you about my side. I gathered that. Yeah, I don't think that they had the most smooth relationship. There seemed to have been some sort of toxicity um, regarding their relationship. But I will say it it almost seemed like this may have been a pattern on her part as far as um, she had been. She came in drinking and this is why it seems like he was fed up because she was drunk at that time. He came in or she came in from a night out maybe with her friends because a few things had been established in that one clip. He says um, basically that, yeah, she was uh, she was drunk. And he also said that with this team, you supporting me and me supporting you, this is what we need. Like, I am trying to be great out here. You, He said, I, I, I'm looking forward to your friends getting to a place where they know that if Jonathan is doing this kind of job, then that means Grace, his girlfriend, is out of commission because she's basically right there with him or supporting him in he said this in his audio, not from the the part that we played, but he also made it seem as though he is also going to support her in whatever she's doing. This is a a team. He made he said that he said, "Why would you come in here disturbing the peace in our home? Why would you come disturbing the peace in their home?" He said they have a plan, and that his friend again, her friend, should realize when he's working that she should be out of commission, and um. So I'm not sure that I established that was narcissistic behavior. He seemed more fed up to me, if that makes sense. Do you do you hear that side of it or do you still stand on um, which uh, I respect? I, I, I hear your point, but do you still stand on where you are? I feel like if it was, for instance, myself on the audio talking to a man and being like, I'm a TV news reporter. You got to get it together. Like, do you know my position and who I am? You like can't be like this. I think that it would be kind of, I think that it would come off abrasive and full. I think people would be saying I'm full of myself and, you know, a little narcissistic. And like, you know, he says we have this plan and he says we, but if she's not doing what's part of the plan is that y'all plan or is it your plan because if it's a true plan and it's a true partnership she would be acting accordingly to it so I'm almost like and it just it's hard for me because she doesn't display those qualities of what he is saying that he wants so I'm just looking at it like you're like going back to you're trying to make this girl something that she isn't and I think that that's why it's good that they are apart but I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back and, you know, after he's done with Megan Good and goes with someone else like her because it may be it's something in her that he must have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just can't change, you know, who a, who a person is. If she likes going to get drunk with her friends and this, like you said, it's probably a continuous thing. You probably shouldn't shouldn't be with her. Um, I, I want I'm going to say this and then I'll, Andy, I want to hear your point as well. Um, I feel this is where I stand. If my man, which, by the way, has been the case for many, many, many years, many, many years in my in my marriage. 
if my man is doing all the things, holding down the household, he that's his apartment, by the way. Um, if he's doing all of those things, he's steadily working and has the load on him that he does and has, um, the, I can go down the list. He's got this, you know, this reputation or this public image and he's got um, all the things and he's holding it down and he provides this lifestyle where you don't necessarily need to work. You can just come live with me. But he's still using terminology like our plan and us and our home. He's still saying things like that. I don't see what's wrong with him having like a, you know, having that stance. I don't see what's wrong with that at all. That's just my opinion. Andy? <laughs> Robin, that's why I love you. You know, like, just <laughs> listening to this, it it just goes back to how I feel as a man being in relationships mm. that as a man, we can never be truly upset because because we're, we're, we're stronger, our voices are deeper. It's going to come off like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's going to come off narcissistic and all, all the negative terms you want to go ahead and use. We can never, uh, you know, share how we feel in a relationship. You know, and, and, and you you hit the nail on the head. He understands his position, where he's at in this world. And right now he can't take no loss. You're a part of me. We are a team. And the way you're acting is just it's not conducive to, you know, what I'm saying my success. Mm. I need you to get on board. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not. I, I, no, I, yeah, I agree ahead, with that. I do agree with that part. Mm -hmm. I think he's asking the wrong person for the right thing, because me and you, I agree. I would do the same thing. Like mm -hmm. what you're saying, I would agree. But then he needs to go get with a Cheyenne or a Robin, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where that's that's the difference. <laughs> with the Cheyenne is, or Robin, you know. Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. Like I said, there's plenty of us out there. Go with someone who aligns with your vision instead. So I definitely agree. I would be the same way. Hey, you're a movie star. I'm coming home. Like, my man is in this Creed movie. But go for someone who is on the same page as you and respects that. Got it. Andy? This is why soulmates don't exist. Oh, he went back to the uh, to the poll question. Well, listen, you jump in the head. I know. I want to get I want to get your thoughts on that, too, when we come forward, Cheyenne, uh, the, the poll question. And we got so much more on the other side. Um, I also, we're going to talk about this Oprah and Sherry Shepard thing. Uh, right now, news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep <laughs> you are inside The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Great song, Andy, as he always does. He's always bringing in the jams. Uh, thank you for joining us right now. We are talking Jonathan Majors and... If we owe this man an apology after we've now seen the video that has surfaced, we've now seen audio or listened to audio that has surfaced. And uh, <laughs> I got to I got to say this. I have a poll up right now inside of our YouTube that's asking, is Jonathan Major speaking too harshly in this audio? And 50% uh, of you right now say, yes, it is too much. 50% of you say, maybe, but he's speaking facts. That's where I fall. Is he speaking harshly? Is he chastising his ex-girlfriend? Obviously, it sounds like he is. He is definitely chastising him, her. I don't know that I would call it berating her. Um, I think that's a little strong because, only because, again, the language that he's using. I personally feel as though this man, um, this is something we have to understand. 
women, we are asking for um, we we're asking for kings and we're asking for these men to stand up and do these things for us and be the man and earn high earn and work hard and all of the different things that we're asking of these men. But at the same time, once we get into disagreements or something like that, we want you to level yourself with us. And now we want to be, you know, uh, we want to be. Uh, partners with you we want we want you to see us as equals and things like that and I hear that that's not there's nothing wrong with that because that's exactly what I feel he's doing just by the clip that we're listening to I cannot say that Jonathan Majors is clear on any of the uh, allegations that people have accused him of I don't know we've not I don't know that man and I've never seen anything um other than what we're talking about right now. But I'll say, according to what we saw and what we listened to right now in the clip, in the audio clip, this man is a, he is a high value man. Again, people may not like that term, but he is a high value man. And he is including this woman into his life. And he's using language that says so. So do I think he has uh, the right and he, he's got a leg to stand on? Absolutely Correct. I think that he's speaking all facts in this. And do I feel like she is recording him unfairly while she's trying to play the victim and crying? Absolutely. I think that that's just me that those are my opinions. Uh, we've got our wonderful contributor on the line, Cheyenne, Corinne, um, hey. and we're having this conversation. But I hear you. Some people over here in the comments are agreeing with you. And um, according to that poll that we had up. Uh, 70 or excuse me 80 percent of people said they do they do believe in soulmates but 20 people 20 percent say no to andy's point he said maybe that's why they're not soulmates and he he he, they're no longer in a relationship after two years and he went and got himself a a coretta scott king or a a michelle obama in actress megan good where do you stand cheyenne yeah i don't i'm just thinking i don't know about soulmates i'm i'm just trying to think forward from this and I just see so many like people black men and black women because I'm a black woman Mm -hmm. I just feel like we and black men are going to keep getting themselves in trouble by continuing to go with their preference instead of their equal and if they keep trying to be Mm -hmm. with people who don't fit their values this will happen and I say the same thing with black women I see so many of us also you know, our weakness is the men that we choose. So I just think we both have to do better choosing. And I'm with Andy. I really don't think that there's a such thing as a soulmate. I think you have to work at it, but I think it comes, you have to be equally yoked. Mm-hmm. yoked. I do think there's a such thing as you guys sharing the same values and be equally yoked for sure. Okay. Fair enough. Andy? I was going to ask, like, I mean, what truly is being equally yoked? Considering the fact that... <clears throat> You know, your prompt uh, for your question about soulmates, you know, you come from two different backgrounds, uh, you know, two different experiences, upbringings. You know, what I'm saying one one probably grew up with a, a big family. One probably was the only child. You know, what I'm saying different type of traumas. So even in, quote unquote, being equally yoked, there is still going to be differences. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, Always. I mean, so like, what is it to be equally yoked? This is to me, in my opinion, um, equally yoked. I don't I don't know that I can define that definition, but I will say this in order to make a relationship right, coming from two different backgrounds, two different belief systems, all of that families, structures, all of the things, financial backgrounds, educational backgrounds. The thing that matters most, no matter what where you come from, if you're open minded enough to learn and be open to change and compromise, you always have to be open. 
You can't drag your stuff into the relationship and expect them to drag their stuff into the relationship and then you guys are just going to be blend very well. That's not how it works. You can you can bring your things and use them as options and say, hey, this is what I bring to the table. Do you like this? Do you Does this work for our relationship? And then you look at the other person's um, stuff, all their backgrounds and say, do you like that? Um, do we, d- does this work for us? A great example of that is, you know, I was, I was whooped as a child. You know what I'm saying? And another person may be like, I was, I was just scolded and I, you know, we had things taken away from us. What, how do we want to raise our kids? So when it comes to, uh, yeah, I, I believe strongly that two people can, can come together and work very well together if they're both deciding to lay down all of their things and just, you know, bring all of their stuff to the table and say, hey, let's just pick and choose what, what's going to work for us. So that's my little um, my little TED talk on soulmates and making it work. Um, Marcus Atkins says soulmates can be a platonic friend as well. I believe that. Jamal Hakim says equally yoked. Hear that. Uh, hear that from a lot of lonely church women. Uh, yeah, because that's where they're talking about it. Um, okay, let's go ahead and we'll put the Jonathan Majors story to rest. As we know, they are in deliberation right now. I believe they're supposed to convene tomorrow at 2.15, uh, somewhere around 2.15. We will keep you posted on what happens in that uh, in that trial. As of right now, though, I do say, just from what we've seen, I do say that Jonathan Majors is owed an apology based on what was reported and the conclusions that people came to once it was reported versus now what we've seen with our own eyes and what we've heard with our own ears. Yes, we may not have heard the whole story, but we didn't know the whole story when it was first being reported and people still came up with their own conclusions. So... I'll say that because he's already been stripped of partnerships and stripped of, you know, projects that he was going to be worked working on. Uh, I believe I hope that if he is found not guilty and uh, and he moves forward forward with his life, I hope that he, um, you know, continue to rise with his career. Fair. Is that fair, Cheyenne? I think that's fair. I just think that he should have started with a Megan Good, but that's <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I, I think we like that now. Uh, Megan Good, by the way, Megan Good and Jonathan Majors. It was reported that they cried in court today as as the uh, defense attorneys were saying, listen, he's been um, unfairly accused. And they had all kinds of things to say that. In in essence, I believe they're saying that he's the victim, but they were crying. We'll see what happens from this case, but I'm hoping the best for uh, Jonathan Majors. And I hope that she goes somewhere and finds, you know, good things for her as well. Okay, very quickly, let's try try to get into this uh, Oprah Winfrey story with Sherry Shepard. As we know, Oprah Winfrey is the goat when it comes to, well, she's our goat um, when it comes to talk shows and talk show hosts, as, as well as, um, a, a business, you know, entrepreneur and uh, she's built empires, you know, things like that. So definitely Oprah is the GOAT. And I feel like everybody who has been in the talks of somewhere in journalism, broadcast journalism as a writer, as a host, uh, you know, whatever reporter, 
all of us at some point have wanted in some sort of passing on of Oprah. You know, everybody wants it directly from Oprah. But Sherry Shepard seems to have been the one. Uh, Oprah recently visited Sherry Shepard on her show and they talked a little bit about legacy. But they also uh, caught the moment where she passed on the baton. Let's take a listen. Oprah, what is having this legacy mean to you? Oh, Sherry, that's such a beautiful question. The word legacy, I just want to leave you all with this, is that when I came back from opening my school in South Africa and I said to Maya, Maya, <laughs> Maya I said, the school's going to be my greatest legacy. Those girls are going to be, those girls are everything. And she said, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what your legacy is going to be. Because she said, your legacy is never one thing. Mm. It's every life you touch. Mm. And I pass that on to you. Because what Maya said to me that day in her kitchen, she said, it's every audience member who ever came yeah. from wherever they came from. Yes. And they sat in that audience and they had an experience and they went home and they decided, I'm going to do better. I'm going to get a better job. I'm going to leave my raggedy husband. I'm going to do whatever <laughs> I need to do. It's yes. every life you touch. So it's not one thing. So for me to be able to see you, to sit in the seat of your life, on your own show with your name on it. It is, it is, it is the passing on. Thank you so much. It is much. the passing on. So you're officially passing the baton? I'm on passing the baton. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's a moment good for Sherry Shepard. She's so happy. You know, she loves Oprah just as much as, you know, all, all the rest of us do. Um, your opinion on this, Cheyenne, um, are you happy for Sherry Shepard? Do you feel like she was the right one to be chosen, so to speak, as the one to be passing the, the baton on to? Um, I, listen, I was very sad to see Wendy go, so it was a little bit hard for me to accept Sherry, but she <laughs> really has been doing this thing. She really came in, and I think that she did a really good job of making it her own and for people to really not compare her to Wendy. Um, I do think that she may be the, she, I would say she's the closest thing we have right now on, mm, I don't know. I love me some Tamron Hall too. I was going to say that we've a, got, we've got three yeah, black women Tamarin, right now, Tamron and uh, yeah. Jennifer Hudson as well. I would lean more towards Tamron only because Tamron is also a journalist and, you know, Oprah, she started off as a TV reporter, you know, she's yeah. a true journalist. But I think that Sherry, she definitely does deserve her flowers right now. Um, as far as there being another Oprah, there will never be another Oprah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just have to accept that. I love that she's passing the baton, but no one is going to be Oprah. And I think that they also have a very different style of show. Yes. Um, so that's also why I'm kind of interested. Um, you know, Oprah, she asked those hard hitting questions more like a Tamron. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think, you know, Sherry does deserve it, but I don't see her. I don't see her anything like an Oprah. And I think that's completely okay for her to be Sherry. Mm, well said. Um, Andy, your thoughts? Miss Cheyenne, you know, you, uh, <clears throat> you made an interesting point about journalism. And I feel as if, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's 2023 now. You have a lot of these podcasts or whatever, these shows from individuals who don't necessarily have uh, a journalism background. I'm a sports guy, and you kind of you kind of see that shift going on there, too. And you hear from a lot of folks who come from a journalism background, like they're kind of hating on these new on these new cats. So I'm just curious to know yeah. if, you know, if you're going to have a show, talk show, whatever the case may be, do you should you have a journalism background or does it matter? 
I think it depends. I think that there, there can be two different types of show. I think that there can be, you know, a true journalist show like a Wendy and a Tamron. And then I think that there can be an entertainment type of show where I would see Sherry more like a, um, like a Drew, you know, someone who comes from an entertainment background. But I don't think that one can really replace the other. But I do think it's something strong when a journalist can also be that entertainment mm. part, um, which would be like a Wendy Williams. But, you know, she was just too far on the entertainment for it to be like that perfect match. But I think if we could find someone that did both, but I also like sports too. And I definitely, you know, see the difference. You know, you have the athletes that are now, you know, commentators and you have mm -hmm. the true journalists. And I think some of that hate, you know, comes from journalists because I mean, they are taking our jobs, but at the same time, I do think sometimes, you know, old school journalists do need to take a page out of the entertainer's book. Because people enjoy watching those people, too. But there's nothing like a hard-hitting journalist that's really going to ask those questions and also not try to be friends with the celebrities and guests and really just mm -hmm. get to the point of what people want to know. That's you. You just spoke on a whole word right there. Not trying to be get not trying to be friends with the celebrities and the guests like that thing. There's so much to talk about there. But uh, Cheyenne. This has been a great conversation. We appreciate you so much for joining the Raw Report today. This was great. This, this was may be fun. one of my favorite ones, actually. Oh, very good. I'm glad. To, I'm so glad to hear you say that. <laughs> Mine as well. Um, let everybody know where they can find you and all the cool things that you do online. Yes, you can follow me on all um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Cheyenne Karen, C H E Y E N N E. C O R I N. Thank you, Robin. Thank you so much. Enjoy your night. And we will talk very, very soon. Okay. So, um, yeah, I hear you guys. I'm going to get to some of these comments on the other side uh, right now. Let's go to, uh, well, yeah, I guess maybe we do have a, a Who's Got Next today. We've got a Who's Got Next when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> So it looks like many of you are excited and happy that it's Sherry Shepard that got the the baton. And I see that um, some of you like Tamron Hall as well. I Hopefully we're going to get more. I want to see more black women on on television. And um, as of right now, I, I love Sherry Shepard and, you know, congratulations to her. I do. I see there being more. I see there being more. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. But right now, uh 55% of you say that you do not see Sherry Shepard as the next GOAT. We'll see. 45% of you say yes. Uh, we'll see where it goes from here. But right now, let's get to this Who's Got Next. This is a, a holiday song. I'm excited to hear this. See the world. Check it out. Only gets better with kids singing carols From birthdays to Christmas There's no better gift girl than you See the world that is the artist is named see the world and this is called favorite time of year okay it's very it's very festive i like it it's it's a it's you know what else i really like that there are more christmas songs and holiday songs that are coming out every year because don't get me wrong i love the old school i love you gotta have the old school in there you gotta have the the classic traditional songs but it's nice <laughs> Forrest Harrison ain't feeling it. Got a sad face. Okay, well, uh, I just like that uh, there are different songs, you know, that are coming out. They have a lot of, first of all, let me just say something. They got a lot of ratchet 
Christmas songs. They turn Christmas songs into hip hop ratchet songs. It's fun for for TikTok, but I mean, don't nobody want to turn that on here. <laughs> here, here, ratchet Christmas songs. Come on, Andy. I like the song. It was cool. This song, yeah, I like this song. I was feeling like the Grinch. You know what I'm saying? So you were kind of, feeling very Grinchy. Yeah. Oh no. I'm I'm, just, I'm not in the spirit at all. But you know that song kind of lifted my spirits Andy, up a little bit. Andy, we have so. a Christmas tree here. We do. That ain't enough. Okay. It ain't all enough. Right. All right. Okay. I'm gonna fall back. Uh, <laughs> well, listen. What I don't want you to miss is uh, <laughs> there's a movie that's coming out in January. You know that's right around the corner. It is starring Snoop Dogg, Mike Epps, Tika Sumter, and George Lopez. It's called The Underdogs, and it's gonna come on Amazon Prime. I love that. I love that for us that we get some comedians and some, um, you know, some funny, funny movies and a culture. It seems like it's going to be for the culture. So I really like that. Um, That's coming in January. You do have some time. All right. Well, listen, it has been a great show. You guys truly appreciate you all for uh, joining me today. The Raw Squad. Okay, we sticking to that. We sticking to it. Okay, it has a nice ring to it. Right now, you do not want to change the channel, though, of course, because the Zoe Williams is coming up next with another fire show like he always does. It's going to be great, so you guys make sure that you tune in. I am Robin Ayers, your host. Remember, today and every day forward, (laughs) be a blessing.